Hey, my name is Lizzie Smiley, and I absolutely love helping people connect with their calling and all the tools they need to kick roadblocks and excuses right out the door so they can cultivate the life they dream about. If you want to launch, grow, pivot, or scale your Etsy shop, or you've always wanted to develop the mindset and skills to run your own business, then I'm your girl. I've had that entrepreneurial spirit going strong since my very first lemonade stand, and now I'm a work-at-home mama with multiple online companies and a full-time Etsy shop, all while being present with my kids for the everyday chaos and most important milestones. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things business, mindset, Etsy, creativity, dazzling our customers, and so much more. There's plenty of room at this table for you, so scooch on in and let's go. I'm holding nothing back. Welcome to How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, friends. Welcome to our Yes season finale episode for year one of the How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy podcast. I'm so excited you're here today because I have saved a treat for our season finale. Now, don't don't freak out too much. All that's happening is we are taking a break over the summer for June and July. I am going to play my best of episodes, the ones that you love the most and learn the most from. For those two months, they're going to drop on the normal podcasting platform so that you can keep sharpening your skills. I don't know about you, but like all of my favorite podcast episodes from other podcasters, I literally save them and I go back to them every six months or so because how do we learn? We learn by repetition, right? So watch for those and listen as, you know, as the spirit moves you. In the beginning of August, I will be back with you with brand new episodes, brand new topics, and so much inspiration. So it's going to be okay. You don't have to totally go a Lizzie-less summer. (laughs) I'm just going to be really busy with family and creating some new content and working on some projects. But, but we cannot take away from today's episode because I thought a lot about what would make this a really special bang to go out for this season. And so I brought back two of your favorites and we are doing a round table today. So if you've been around for a while, episode number 22, which is one of my um, most downloaded episodes, was with Anastasia Gentry of Anastasia's Templates. And she is a digital product expert. She creates templates that she sells on Etsy and she has courses and products. You've heard me talk about this before where she teaches how you can also create and use templates and, and then sell them on Etsy to make a digital passive income, a passive income from digital products, which is completely amazing and magical. And if you have any tech savvy at all, or even if you don't, Anastasia is your girl. You should follow her on TikTok or on Instagram and go back to episode 22 if you want to hear all the goodness, because honestly, both of these girls went into so much detail on their episodes and you will learn a truckload from them. So Anastasia is joining us with updates on the templates world, the digital world and her life. And then my other guest is another favorite of yours, episode number 25 from the podcast, Jenny from the shop. So these literally like my two top downloaded podcasts ever. You guys loved these girls. Jenny is a specialist in print on demand. So she was a full-time elementary school teacher who started a print on demand Etsy shop and built it so powerfully and so quickly that a year later, she was able to go full-time in her shop and leave her teaching career. And so now she's home with her little one. And um, last year, she and her husband and daughter moved to Greece for part of the year. They have such an amazing lifestyle because of Etsy Print On Demand. Um, So again, episode 25, if you haven't heard that one before, 
she was so generous with the how to's and what that story looked like and how it works. And she also, she has an awesome TikTok at Jenny from the shop. And she has now a print on demand course that she has made for beginners. So if you have been wanting to get started with print on demand, but it feels very over your head, she is holding your hand. So she'll be talking about that more later. These girls have amazing resources for you. And I will also link all of it in the show notes as I always do. But so Jenny and Anastasia are joining us for a roundtable discussion. Totally different. We've never done it before, but it'll be so fun. You'll get to hear us chat. You'll get to hear real life. I will <laughs> I will let you hear about this in the intro, but um, help me welcome them. It's going to be a wonderful season finale. <laughs> okay, guys, here we are. I have Jenny from the shop and Anastasia here and... Before they say hello and tell you what's up, I just want you guys to know this is like such a free for all today, okay? We are doing a roundtable discussion. We all have either children or animals making noise around us or movers in Jenny's case. She'll tell you more. And we, I want to embrace it actually. They were all like, oh gosh, is it okay that we have these? And I'm like, oh my, yes, because how many of our listeners are just like us and they are busy moms and they have actual lives and everything is not polished. This is perfect. So you will hear babies. You will hear children. You will hear my cat. You will hear movers at Jenny's house plus an echo because she has no furniture to absorb any sound and it's going to be awesome. So we are so glad you're here. Hi girls. Hi. <laughs> so as you guys know, you, you, if you've listened to episodes before, you've heard both of these beauties before. And now the three of us, um, hang out on the regular on Marco Polo and we become buddies. And so I thought it'd be so fun for us all to chat. So Girls, we have to start because I feel like life has completely evolved and changed for all of us since you were on, each of you were on. You guys were only three episodes apart from each other, by the way. Oh, wow. Powerful. It doesn't feel like it. It feels like y'all should have been like 30 episodes apart, but you were only three. (laughs) So, okay. um, Anastasia, you're holding a baby with a bottle. So you've got a captive moment of quiet there. Why don't you tell us what is new for you? Give us a personal update. Obviously, I just sort of exposed one of your new. (laughs) Tell us about your life now. Yeah, so uh, the newest addition here uh, is definitely keeping me a little bit more busy than I was before. Um, And then, gosh, on top of that, I'm just kind of soaking in um, the maternity leave season of life. And um, I also just bought a camper. So we are going to be a camping family this summer. Um, But yeah, just kind of like um, enjoying all the home time right now. How does it feel? I mean, because you're amazing. You're a single mom. You've got these two little kids. You're how, who's brave enough to be that and buy an RV? Honestly, Anastasia, how does it feel balancing all of this? Are you feeling pretty solid? Are you feeling good about it? Feeling good. Honestly, I feel like the RV is going to bring some balance because it's like, you can get so sucked into just working on business or just being at home with the kids. Mm -hmm. So now I can be at home with the kids, but like somewhere else. So, um, and closer to nature, I feel like that's kind of like one of my goals this year. So like getting back out in nature, I think is just going to like help mentally, physically. I mean, just everywhere. So I love it. And you and your boys are going to have the best time ever. I admire it so much. It's a gorgeous RV. It's going to be a riot. Okay, Jenny, let's move to you because you got a lot too. tell us, give us a life update. Okay. So currently I'm in my empty attic, (laughs) hiding away from my husband and my kid. Um, We are moving officially moving out of this house. We moved to Greece last June, as I, you know, mentioned in the last podcast 
but we still held on to this house here in the States, but now we're officially ready to like, let go of it. We like saved it as like a safety net in case I changed my mind about moving to another country. And then now we came back and we're like ready to let go. So we are moving next Tuesday officially and we're super excited. Um, so if you hear any banging around, it's cause there's like movers and stuff here, but, <laughs> um, so that's like the biggest update. And then since your podcast, since our last podcast, um, I've created a course and I'm actually dropping it later today. So it's like crazy the timing, but I'm really excited to share this with everybody. It's going to help people get started with print on demand. And it's literally like a hand your whole, hold your hand course. Um, we need that. We need that in our lives. Yes. And literally like as you know, I was a previous kindergarten teacher. So I literally brought it, broke it down in the easiest terms for people. And I'm like, oh, I can still use my teaching career to help people um, this way. So I'm pumped about that. I hope it gets a lot of people who have been like stagnant about starting, like hopefully it, it gives them the boost that they need to actually like jump into it and get their shops up and running. Um, but yeah, so I'm pumped about that. And then I also started a TikTok, another TikTok account the other day for my family and our move. And it's called Up, Up and Abroad. Um, so we'll be sharing like our transition to moving to Greece full time and just like all the fun stuff over there. Uh, and that's pretty much it. It's pretty much, no big deal. Pretty much it. No big, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. You guys, there's so many, yeah. so much fun things going on. Okay. So I thought it'd be super fun today to talk about some of like the hot topics that, you know, you see on TikTok, you see in the Facebook discussion <laughs> groups that get really toxic. Um, but some yeah. of like the hot topics that I'm sure all of our followers have just been wondering what we think about them. And I know individually we've addressed them all pretty much on our own TikToks. Maybe not you, Anastasia, you've been on, even on maternity leave. Um, but I think it'd be fun to talk about some of them. So like, um, things like, you know, what do we think about the Etsy rate increase and the strike, I think would be a really fun place to start. I don't know about you guys, but I get DMS, like, what do you think about this? And, um, I would love to not just put it on TikTok, but like, just get it out here on the podcast. So who wants to go first? You guys have an opinion about the rate increase? Anastasia's hands up. Yeah, go <laughs> take it. Um, no. So I got like, I, instantly as soon as that email came through I mean I feel like we were all posting videos like don't freak out about it and people still freaked out about it <laughs> um I mean personally I feel like I mean just like I said on my TikTok I feel like yeah it's gonna affect physical shops way more which is the beauty of doing stuff that's like digital and print on demand um so I mean we don't have to worry about it as much um but I mean people have to realize Etsy has not done this in a very long time and you know every single platform is increasing their fees I mean people were commenting you know as rebuttals saying like look at Amazon's you know seller fees and all the stuff that's going up so I mean it's just kind of a sign of the times and you have to just adapt and whether that's changing what products you're selling or like changing from physical to digital products to like make up for all the overhead. I mean, that's what we're good at as business owners is adapting. So it's just all part of it. Yeah, I agree. I think like any business, there's going to be expenses that change throughout your business, whether you're brick and mortar or online. And like for us to use their platform, we just have to like keep up with the times and like what they're doing. And 
it's not like they're taking that money, like to go shopping with it. Like they're putting that money into advertising more for us and bringing more people to our shops and a slew of other things. So I look at it as like a good thing. Um, and like, you know, we don't have with Etsy, you don't have to, we don't have a mortgage for like a brick and mortar store. Like there's so many, we're lucky to just be able to sell on this platform and not have too many other expenses aside from like the listing fee, which is only 20 cents, you know, like that's a steal too. Um, so I didn't see it as a problem. Like there's going to be that, and this isn't going to be the last time it happens either. It'll probably happen again down the road, but every platform that allows you to sell on it is going to take a certain percentage and everything in the world is the expenses are changing there's inflation everywhere so I didn't take it as a surprise the print on demand companies are charging more now too for their products I didn't take that as a surprise we just have to adapt and raise our prices if it's really affecting our businesses totally it was really interesting to see I mean I guess you know, I've been in business now since like 2009. Um, and so this kind of thing is just, I guess it's one thing if you're new and it's like, oh my gosh, I was just getting used to this. Right. Um, but I think that, you know, once you get experience, you kind of look at it differently. Like, oh, okay. Well, I'm looking around and there's inflation around me. It's natural that I would raise my prices as well. Most customers are going to understand that because literally milk is and gas are costing more. Yeah. Um, so it would only make sense that these things, you know, shipping is going to go up if gas goes up, right? Because we, you have to put, it has to go on an actual truck to get where it's going. It's going to cost gas. So, um, yeah. but I understand how that feels like a, a bit of a pinch in the beginning. And I think it's just a changing of your, it's like a mindset thing, right? Like the other thing I will say you guys, and what's funny is I'm telling you because literally the listeners have heard, I did an episode a couple of weeks ago where I compared, I was like, here are other, um, marketplace sites like Etsy. You can sell your things on just to give like a compare mm-hmm. and contrast. Etsy's rates were still way better than most of them, like way better. And so it was really fun for me to actually see that, you know, in their terms and conditions being like, oh, even still, this is such a steal. And then um, the other thing that I get contacted about a lot, I don't know about you guys, is about all of like the shop suspensions and everything like that. And like not being able to get customer service. And so I was pretty pumped that like, like one of the reasons Etsy did this was so that they could expand their staff and be able to support us better. And so for, if we're having a, a challenge or we're not happy with like the service we're getting from Etsy corporate, like how, how wonderful that they're trying to address that. But, yeah. you know, guess what? Paying someone's salary costs money. Like it's going to, you know, right. So um, I thought that was really interesting. And then, so then the, the spinoff topic there is so many people were talking about the strike. It's a bit old news. We shouldn't spend much time on it, but what did you guys think about the group that like rallied to have a strike about this? And like, did you think it, what do you think it accomplished if anything? It didn't accomplish anything. (laughs) I don't, not that I don't think it accomplished anything. Um, I didn't participate in it and I don't really know too much about it. I just know that it happened and I don't think that anything changed from it. I don't think it was a huge group and obviously it didn't, Etsy didn't, you know, change the. There was a lot of talk about it though. It was interesting. Did you have like. And she was having a baby. I didn't know if she was like paying attention to any of that. (laughs) Well, since then, I feel no. Go ahead. I feel like um, people who are new to like finding my TikToks, they'll be like, "Wait, I thought Etsy. I thought everybody's like pulling out of Etsy now." So I think like it that whole strike situation gave people 
an idea. Like it was kind of like a bad look, unfortunately for Etsy, I think like anybody who hasn't been on Etsy, they just are hearing like that everybody was going on strike, but like not everybody went on strike, you know, and it didn't change anything. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that I had in the interaction with that strike is someone commented on one of my ads and they're like, isn't this a little tone deaf to be advertising how to make Canva templates to sell on Etsy right now? And I was like, um, no, because we're all still running a business. The world is not stopping for a seller fee increase. And honestly, I mean, I hate to be blunt, but if that's affecting your business, you're not running a business. Like you have to have more of a margin of profit in your business that that's not going to tank you. So, I mean, really, I mean, people can strike about it, but like we said before, everything is inflated right now. So Mm -hmm. it's not shocking and it shouldn't be a deterrent to people starting their shops. You know, I thought it was so interesting. Like I'm kind of a person who doesn't usually participate in things like that ever really. Um, because I like to, I'm a little slower to adopt. I like to sit back and kind of look at the big picture before, you know, but, but the sad thing that came of that, like, even if you are unhappy about the rate increase, even if you felt like Etsy needed to get a message sent, we unfortunately the sellers really hurt themselves because Etsy has a really long, robust history. It's not going anywhere, but like what you did was if you, if you're like part of the group that Um, wanted to kind of throw the shade at Etsy is undermine our platform. And to y'all's points, people now questioning, well, gosh, isn't Etsy gone now or whatever? Well, it's not the sellers who are asking that it's the shoppers, you know? Um, So I don't know. I just like to think about it like, gosh, more holistically, like I might not be happy about this, um, but like, A, what's it going to actually accomplish if we do this? And B, how am I maybe like sabotaging myself in the process? Um, so I thought that was interesting. I'm glad that, you know, I did, I did hear from a lot of people, those few weeks, um, people were saying, gosh, my, uh, and, and, um, we don't need to talk about this, but they were like, my, my sales have tanks. And I'm like, well, a whole bunch of people think that we're not supposed to be shopping on Etsy right now. So are you participating in the strike? Cause you created, I would never say that to someone, but you know, my thought process is like, wow, see, we're really, Etsy sellers are sabotaging themselves because then when are those sell, when are those buyers going to actually come back to the platform? So anyway, kind of fun. I love that the three of us are on the same page, not surprised um, a bit, but uh, I'm sure that's interesting to the listeners. So let's like switch gears a little bit. And um, both of you talked about this on your um, interviews with me before, but I do think it bears bringing up again that we continue to hear a lot about, especially new sellers or people who are having trouble kind of getting an edge in, feeling like the platform is too saturated for a new seller, that only someone who's been there a long time um, is going to actually <laughs> make any progress. But, you know, we're all working with brand new sellers um, in our in our work as coaches. What is your What are your thoughts about this? What are you like legitimately seeing? Or do we think it's getting saturated? Are there certain markets to avoid? What do you guys think? Um, Honestly, I mean, just from getting some testimonials back from people who have gone through my Etsy course, um, I'm not seeing that as a fact. I mean, new shops are making money and they're making sales very quickly. I mean, I've had girls say, hey, after I took your course, it's like within the first two or three days, 
I'm making sales. Um, I have one girl who she has made $2,000 in her first two and a half, three months on Etsy. I mean, selling digital templates. So, um, and I mean, I have a ton of people in the course. So it's like, you know, there's more and more people going out there in at least my niche of selling digital templates. And yet those students are still making money. So I definitely think there's a place for everyone at the table. And I will say it time and time again. I mean, because you don't know who's out there looking and, you know, it's just like, for anything with us it's like we all sell kind of similar things or etsy courses or things like that but it's like everyone buys from me for a certain reason or lizzie for a certain reason or jenny for a certain reason you know and i don't think people should be scared by the oversaturation because everyone's looking for something different i totally agree like look at it like how many t-shirt how many like clothing stores are there in the world, you know, like, and people are still, they're still making it. They're still making sales. It's the same thing on Etsy, like with the t-shirts, like a lot of people are like, oh, t-shirts are just oversaturated at this point. Everybody does it. But the thing is not everybody knows how to do the correct SEO for people to find their t-shirts. It might, there might be so many t-shirts on Etsy. There are, I know for a fact, but not everybody knows the right SEO to get it in front of people's faces. So when you have it figured out and you invest in yourself and you learn how to like properly list an item, you're going to make sales. But if you, for example, like when I first started selling um, like paintings and stuff on Etsy back in like forever ago, I don't know, like 10 years ago, I only ever sold to my family and friends because I would have to send them the link to my shop and be like, can you buy a painting? Like, <laughs> like it was not reaching anybody because I would name my painting like paradise sunset nobody's typing in the search paradise sunset so nobody ever found my ugly painting okay <laughs> so like you as long as you figure out that my paintings were so ugly guys I thought I knew what I was doing I didn't but it's okay it's okay now I'm like needs pics or it didn't happen so <laughs> I want to I want to see <laughs> I will yeah I'll send you guys some um yeah I've come a long way but anyways if you have if you have the platform figured out, you're going to sell and there's room for everyone at the table. And I have firsthand experience of this from about 20 of my friends who are doing this. And also my husband started a shop about a year after I've only been doing it for two years. My husband started a shop um, about a year after me. And some days he's making more sales than I am. What? Parents, yeah. Like just recently he really took off. And that's the other thing. Like you have to keep at it because everybody takes off at different times. You know, you might, you might list your, within your first 10 shirts, get one that takes off and just takes you higher up into the algorithm. And then like you're golden and you're making a bunch of sales, or it might take you a while to get that one that takes off. But if you don't stop, you're going to take off eventually. And that was the case for my husband. He was doing he was making consistent sales, but then late, recently he's just like another level now because he had a couple shirts take off. And it's really cool to see his growth and it's much different than what my growth was. And then I have my parents who are in their 60s and they started a shop and they started I, about a year ago too. And they're doing a little like less than my husband is, but they're not putting as much work into it. So like it's, it all goes into that too, you know? Um, but like, I, I just have firsthand, like all different types of people, different ages. And like everyone I know is successful as long as they didn't stop. 
And if they put the, the work in to learn the platform, you know. This podcast is brought to you by Restoring Relationships. So Restoring Relationships is a ministry that helps people find healing in their most precious relationships. As we grow up, we have all kinds of traumas, heartbreaks, and identity-forming moments that take place, and they affect who we become and how we cope with life. Now, one of the biggest mistakes adults make when they're trying to work through relational issues is they only focus on the problems today. But psychologists have known for years that we can't completely resolve our current problems without first addressing the roots of them back early on when the first childhood wound took place. You know, that's right. And since Lizzie and I worked together in various businesses, in addition to being married to each other, we needed to work through our baggage that we brought to our relationship from the past before we could have a healthy marriage, let alone be able to have an effective working relationship together. So true. In fact, early on in our marriage, we hit such a painful season that we were sure we were headed for divorce. It very much felt hopeless and impossible to recover from. But then we were guided to restoring relationships and also the founder, Dominic Herbst, who's a Christian psychologist. And this program played an enormous role in helping our marriage to heal and ultimately become the most amazing, healthy, and connected relationship. So true, Lizzie. It's an excellent program. The primary tools of video series and PDF journal that can be accessed online in the comfort and privacy of your own home. You can go through the lessons at your own pace, and I recommend faster is better. And if you need any additional professional help, Dominic and his team are always there and available for hired sessions as well. We recommend it with all of our hearts. We've seen countless friends, colleagues, even strangers who read my blog experience real breakthrough in their most precious relationships. If you know you could use some help in dealing with past hurts, or you have a relationship that's in a lot of turmoil today, you should check this out. You can see more about our personal story and get access to the restore to the Restoring Relationships online journey at myrrjourney.com. That's my R as in Romeo, R as in Romeo, journey.com. And it's also linked in the show notes. You know, we hope that you will experience as much life-changing breakthrough and healing as we have. Absolutely. You deserve it. I have, I have several personal coaching clients that I've done Etsy, you know, um, zoom calls with who literally in the past, less the six months or less have launched their shop and been able to get it to, you know, get it making hundreds of sales. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, I think it's amazing. I think that, you know, sometimes it is an issue. I've seen, sometimes it's an issue of, of picking something that people aren't searching for on Etsy. It's just not something they're trying to shop for there. Um, sometimes it's an issue of seasonality, um, Mm -hmm. of a, of a product. And sometimes it's just a learning thing. Like, you know what, your pictures, they may be beautiful to you and your mom, but they're not going to jump out in the feed in a way that is going to make you chosen over the bestseller. Who's already got all the reviews and everything, you know, to your point, Jenny, you know, you may, uh, you may have a beautiful can- name for your candle, but no one's ever heard of it before and they're not putting it in the search bar. So if you're using right. that as your as your product title, it, it isn't going to get found. Right. Um, so sometimes it's an issue of skill as well. So, yeah. um, well, I, I hope that really encourages some of you guys listening who maybe feel like it's been going slow. Like, you know, maybe you need to grab one of our courses. You know, I do physical products. Jenny does print on demand and Anastasia does digital products. You know, maybe you need to sharpen skills. Maybe you need a coaching call. Um, maybe you just need to, you know, go jump on and do a whole bunch of Etsy research. So I just want to encourage you that um, 
whatever you may be reading or whatever's being said in the forums, we are three people who are in the trenches working with people with new shops all the time. And what we are seeing is there, because by the way, guys, we wouldn't be making any money if people weren't having, getting results. Everyone would be, you know, we, we would have terrible reviews. We wouldn't be getting, we'd be getting refunds left and right. And that's not what's happening. People are thriving. So I just want to encourage you guys. There's a lot of hope. And the other thing I wanted to like check with you guys about is, are there any tools that you're finding really helpful right now um, on, the, on the Etsy platform, either with your own research, SEO, is there anything that you would recommend that people check out? Yeah, um, so I, I actually like the cool thing that I actually love about Etsy is I haven't had to use any tools um, like my system, I just kind of figured it out and have like my own tactics just from my mentors that I hired. Um, so I love that part about Etsy is like, you don't, it's not like necessary. You don't absolutely need a tool to like yes. figure it out, but they are helpful. Some tools are helpful, but what I've come across recently, and I know you ladies are enjoying it too, um, is Everbay. And I think it goes hand in hand with my tactics that I already use um, ever be, you know, like you're able to um, find like best selling items in whatever niche that you're searching for. And you can like kind of spy on their titles and tags and um, see what products are bringing in, like how much revenue they're bringing in each month and how many sales they're making. So like you could have like a niche idea or a product idea and type it in there. And then you can see if it's really worth your time creating in this niche because you're seeing what other sellers are bringing in. So I thought that that has been pretty helpful and really fun to use because you can see how much people are making and it's very inspiring. Yes. Anastasia, this may not be a fair question for you since literally you've been nursing a newborn. Hey. <laughs> Do you want to take yeah, a pass on this one? I mean, <laughs> I've been kind of in the baby fog for the last yeah. six weeks or so. Honestly, like even the last trimester of being pregnant. But no, I mean, I, I use Everbee too. So I agree with everything Jenny says. I mean, that's also a great integration on top of all the other stuff that you can just integrate right through Etsy. I mean, E-Rank, Marmalade, all of that kind of stuff is great. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of tried and true products out there. And I mean, like Jenny said too, you don't need them to be successful, which is great. Um, but those are definitely a couple to check out if you are kind of like, eh, I'm not really sure about SEO or it freaks me out or it's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. I mean, always use a tool if that's going to help you succeed. Um, that is so interesting, Anastasia. I don't know if we've talked about that before that you're like, you do a combo of like Marmalade and E-Rank because I've actually never used those tools. I'm like, I, I, so for my coaching clients every day, I use ever be because it's free. I, I mean, I don't have a free version because I do way too many searches, but for people, it's nice to tell people about, because if you are on a budget getting started, it'll save you some money to start with a free. And then I use sales samurai, like a boss, like that is the, those are the two I use every single day. And then mostly the Etsy platform. So those two things get me started and they kind of show me what rabbit holes to go down. And then I'm using the Etsy platform. So that's so interesting. I love that there's like, no necessarily right or wrong answer. I mean, there's some wrong answers. If someone comes on here and says, you don't have to have good photos or SEO or ads to make any money. I'm like, mm, maybe if you're already famous, I agree, but yeah, that, you know what I mean? Otherwise though, like, I love that we all have different um, paths to success. It makes it, it makes it so fun. The other thing I thought would be really interesting to talk about for a bit was, um, you know, you see a lot on TikTok. One of the ways that people are promoting their shops is obviously like showing, they're telling their Etsy success story on TikTok. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes that helps a, 
an Etsy shop blow up. And sometimes it kind of launches someone into, oh, maybe I would be an interesting, maybe Etsy coaching would be an interesting way for me, like what we've done. Um, maybe uh, e-commerce would be an interesting topic. There's a whole bunch of different things, but the point is TikTok, we all know, and we've all talked about it before is a powerful source, but I thought it would be interesting to talk about some tips about protecting your, your shop and your listings when you're doing that, because I know we've all been burned by it. And I think we should talk about it. So this is kind of like a, let's crack open our heart for the listeners a little bit. Um, Cause sometimes, you know, I know that Jenny, um, this is, this has happened to you a lot where you're very like, I don't share my Etsy shop name, your, your print on demand shop name. And people kind of come after you for that. But like, I completely support and validate your, I, I personally agree with your decision. Do you, do you guys cool to like, talk about that a little bit? Like how, yeah. you know, what the problems that cause and how, we can sure. all be, you know, even people getting on now, getting on at, you know, to try to promote their own, their own shop. Like we want to protect you guys. So here's some of the thought yeah. process. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I put up a TikTok about this probably like a month ago and I had a lot of my followers, um, comment on there that they were like grateful that I share the reason behind why I don't share my shop. Yes. And I, and I wish I opened up about this topic sooner because they were like, oh my gosh, I never knew, like, this makes sense. Like now I get it, you know, and they were more understanding as opposed to like, I think I was coming off as like gatekeeping almost maybe, but I never wanted to come off that way. It was really just to like protect my intellectual property. Like Etsy is my main source of income. And like, I'm like a mama bear with it, you know? And like when you, so like basically if you are going on social media to share your products, um, like on TikTok or Instagram, that's great. If you want to do that um, for people to like buy your products through there, you can definitely blow up your shop um, through doing that. I choose not to, but you can do that. But like Lizzie was saying, if you're going on there because, oh, like you found success with Etsy and you're like, I really want to teach other people how to do this too. Um, just know going into it that you really should protect, protect your shop. I wish I knew this in the beginning. I used to share my shop in the beginning and people started copying my things. And then I like literally to a T copying everything. And then I noticed that, um, my conversion rate was getting messed up because my followers would go and like, even if they weren't going to copy and they were just getting like inspiration from my stuff when people browse on your shop and click through everything, but they don't buy something the Etsy algorithms like, Oh, nobody wants anything from the shop. And it like ruins your conversion rate. And it makes it harder for you to pick yourself back up in that algorithm. And for Etsy to continue showing your stuff to people, like you really want somebody to click on your listing and buy it and boom, you have a great conversion rate. But if you're clicking around, not buying anything, Etsy's very confused, you know? So that was a big thing too. Um, I think those were like the main points of it. And like, I luckily I have a lot of loving followers. I feel really blessed for that. But you see some um, creators that like that's not the case for. So unfortunately, and people have reported their shops just because they don't like that influencer. So they'll report your Etsy shop and then it might get suspended and then you're screwed. Like, so it's just to protect myself and my family. Like this is for my well-being and my livelihood. Um, and I worked very hard to build it. So I've, I, my hopes are that I share enough um, and that my story speaks volumes enough. And that's, you know, that's just how it is, you know? So that's my, my little 
take on it and my perspective. You know, I hadn't even thought about that until you taught me about that, Jenny, because I hadn't yeah. thought about the fact that literally someone just clicking on your shop to study it and look around affects the health of your shop yeah. and tells Etsy whether or not to show your listings to other people. And, it, yeah. and think about it. It's no big deal if it happens five or six times. It's a really big deal if you're if you've got 25,000 followers or more on TikTok like you, Jenny, and literally thousands of them go and do it. Yeah. It could completely tank your, uh, your entire standing on the Etsy platform. It could completely ruin your income. Um, Anastasia, did you have a, I know you've had, you've had some heartache with this too. Did you want to? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I initially got on Etsy to sell my templates and then it kind of turned into this beautiful coaching business now showing people how to do it based on how much money I was making passively. Um, but in the same vein, exactly what Jenny said. I mean, I have almost 50,000 followers on TikTok and those people are always going because my, I do share my shop and I have shared it since day one. I am just kind of an open book kind of person. It never crossed my mind. Like, Oh, Hey, your analytics are going to just suck after this. Um, so yeah, basically I would also say word of the wise, do not share your shop if you're doing it online. Um, because I'm actually going to have to revamp my shop and change the name and change all the stuff about it. Um, and kind of like hide it within Etsy now. Um, because yeah, I mean, all of my ad spend is going like to people who are just clicking. So it's like, no, yeah, you know, it's just the browsers from TikTok because I share my shop. They want to see like what I'm doing, um, you know, descriptions, SEO, all that kind of stuff, um, to get inspiration, which I mean, is wonderful because they can do the same thing as me, you know, on there and be very successful. Um, but yeah, it is, it uses your ad spend if you're doing ads and then it messes up your conversion rate and you have all of these views on your shop and then like no one's buying. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. Like Etsy will be like, oh, well, this is a dud of a shop. So like, we're not going to push it to anybody. Like they don't want to push shops that have tons of views and like not a good ratio of people buying. So that is kind of the downfall of sharing your shop for inspiration when people are going there. So I will be reading revamping mine and then hiding it with an Etsy and not telling anyone what it is, but still continuing to share stats once that's up and running again. But um, yeah, for now, I mean, it's, it's tanked from inspiration, but I'm glad you guys are getting inspired. Yeah, no girls. I really appreciate your vulnerability about that. Cause I think like, you know, our goal is just to build trust with the people who are, who are following us and trusting us for the insight. And that's why on the podcast, I have um, a lot of really successful shops who come on and they don't share it. Now I make sure that like, if, I, if I'm going to put my name on it and say, this is someone you should listen to their advice. I want to see and make sure that they're successful. And I do that due diligence as your leader. Um, but it, but I'm also, I also want to protect them and their livelihood and, and then they'll continue to have great tips for us. So hopefully that helps you guys. And then also like word to the wise, Mom, because I know so many of you are having really amazing successes and may think it sounds like a good idea. And so please share your, um, your tips and your ideas and go build a coaching business. If you are ready to do that, just protect yourself because that that's really important to us as your leaders. So, um, so, okay, we're kind of getting, I'm kind of taking a lot of y'all's time, but let's talk for a few minutes about, you know, what are your favorite parts about Etsy right now? And like, what, what are you most excited about for the future? Oh, I can go ahead. Sorry. Do <laughs> it. Um, so, I mean, I, I feel like Etsy has stayed so consistent with all of their good features. I mean, just the way that I know a lot of people don't feel like it, but Etsy really does have the backs of their sellers. And like, even the 
Etsy fee increase. I mean, that's all to do stuff that's going to help sellers because I mean, helping sellers helps the platform in general. So, I mean, I just feel like that's always been such a good community. I mean, you always get like your bad egg here and there, but overall everyone is so nice in the Etsy community and like all of the features they're constantly putting out and trying to improve our shops and make it easier for people to get started, which I love. Um, so I don't know. I just, I really don't have anything bad to say about Etsy. Everything. Yeah. My experience has been so great and like so progressive as I've been on there longer and longer that I don't know. I, that's why I recommend it to everybody just starting out. So. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Etsy changed my life and it changed my life very quickly, you know, so I don't have anything bad to say about it. Like any fee that they do I'm like whatever like my life has changed it's okay like take my money like you know they are bringing people to my shop every day in abundance and I'm just so grateful and it's an experience that I would have never imagined could be possible two years ago um so I'm just really grateful for the Etsy platform and I think too like I don't know about you ladies I I don't think you guys do but like I didn't have um like a business background before Etsy I didn't have a graphic design background you know Etsy makes it really easy for anybody to really get started on there um you know in the beginning everything's a learning curve in the beginning yeah you have to learn a couple new things and like listing techniques but really once you get it down it's just rinse and repeat and they make it really easy for you to figure it out, I feel. And, um, you know, like I said earlier, I have, I can, I need like a couple extra hands and I can count on all my fingers, the people who have been successful from this. Um, and I really think it's just like the preschool of e-commerce kind of like once, yes. like Etsy's like a great platform to start on. And like, once you have Etsy figured out, then you start to like, you understand SEO and like how the internet works and e-commerce works. And then you can like, your brain just wants to go out and try other things. Like you might end up doing, like for me, I started doing um, merch by Amazon and I kind of, you know, the listing process is completely different than Etsy, but once you have a sense of how SEO and like online businesses work, you can pretty much take it and like bring it anywhere with you. You could start an Amazon account. You could start a Shopify, you know, you could start a TikTok and you understand that there's SEO for every platform that you're using. And, but I feel like Etsy was the easiest um, to figure out in my eyes. I've tried a lot of different platforms and I've been the happiest and most successful with Etsy. I think it has such a bright future. Uh, and I don't yes. just say that as a coach, I say that as someone who's working on a 2.0 shop of myself, of my own, you know, and um, mm -hmm. like I, I have enough trust in the platform where I'm willing to stake part of my future on it as well with a whole new product line. Um, so that'll be, that'll be really fun. I'm excited to hear about that. I know it's, it's really cool. It's going to be totally different. And actually to you, you know, ta talking with you guys these last several months, I'm not going to be sharing my shop either. I'll be definitely like sharing every single new story that, um, and drama that happens with my listeners so they can enjoy it. And, and what I'm learning about starting over kind of in the, you know, in 2022, but, um, I think what's been so exciting, not just working with my coaching clients, but also preparing for this launch the, it, I did vast amounts of research. And, and the cool thing about Etsy is like, A, 
there are more and more and more opportunities to create passive income on Etsy, which is yes. huge and what our culture is asking for. And Etsy, I think, has done a really good job of opening that up um, as a platform who could have been really like anti. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's also this pull in our culture back to like um, the nurturing and and warm and homey feeling of a handmade product. And those shops are still killing it too. Like Mm -hmm. they've really created this whole new, huge family table for us where, you know what, you can have it your way. You can have whatever meal you want. And um, that's really exciting for me. I think like at first I was a little bummed about it moving away from handmade. And now I can, I can see how a, it's not shutting that down a bit. If anything, it's like those people are being elevated even more because their choices are are less common. Like it's, you can't find as many of them. So you can really Mm -hmm. kill it if you go into handmade because there's not as much competition there now, but then also opening up all this space for people to do um, digital products, print on demand, passive income. It's really cool. So with all that, it's super exciting. And I want to, I want you girls to chat a bit about where um, the listeners can find you now, um, what, you know, where you'd suggest they, they look, you know, Jenny, please talk about your course, because I have been literally praying for you to start a print on demand course for literally since the day we met, um, that will be going on my resources page of my site <laughs> and, um, and Anastasia too, you've got so many fun things going on. So somebody go first and where can they find you and what's, you know, well, I want to say, like, I appreciate you and Anastasia because you both have like lit the fire and made me <laughs> get my act together and make a course. And it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. I, you know, once I did my outline and I dedicated some time and sat down, I was like, this is actually really fun. And I'm really excited to help people who need this help, you know, um, it's going to really help people start literally from the moment of opening an Etsy shop all the way to, you know, making your logo, your banner, making your first design, mock-up, making a t-shirt mock-up, sizing charts, um, listing, doing custom orders, multiples, um, putting a sale on all of your items. It's just going to get people up and running literally click by click. Um, It was very tedious, but I'm happy to do (laughs) But I was happy to do it. And um, I wish I had something like that when I was starting because it's going to save people hours of time trying to like Google and figure it out themselves, you know, which they totally can do that too. But if they want a hand-holding course, my course is it (laughs) for print, for print on demand primarily. Um, And everybody, if you're not already following me, you can follow me on um, TikTok at Jenny from the shop. I also just started a YouTube channel like yesterday. (laughs) There's nothing really on it yet, but that's Jenny from the show. Jenny, I'm a subscriber. (laughs) You guys are my first subscribers. I was so excited. Um, So you can follow me there. And then for all of my Greece content, that's going to be up, up and abroad. Um, And yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I will link all of that, you guys. So I'll link her TikTok. I'll link her course. I will link her Grease TikTok. I will link her the last time she was on the podcast. I will hook y'all up. And then (laughs) I say for Anastasia, she's about to tell you all hers, but I will link it for you too. Thank you. You bet. Yeah. So mine, I mean, I'm always just 
selling the passive potential Etsy course, which is not print on demand. It's for digital templates. So there's a very important distinction that like, honestly, yeah. Jenny, I'm going to buy your course. Cause like my next shop I do is going to be t-shirts. I'm going to do print on demand. So yeah. Yeah, our courses are very different. So if you want to get like the whole gamut of digital like products and then print on demand, I mean, our, ours are both like hand-holding courses. So oh, yeah, that's my four-year-old in the background, obviously. Hey, you mom, this, carry yes. this if you want to. Um, life. I know for real. So on top of that, um, I also have my nonstop template shop that drops one template that you can, um, I design for you guys, and then you can customize and sell on Etsy yourself. Um, and people have been asking for like kind of a nonstop template shop bundle. So like 12 maybe um, all together. So you can just design, get a shop fully up and running and then get dripped new templates every month. So I think wow. that's the works for next the next thing once I'm out of my baby bubble of maternity leave so stay there girl yeah, stay there I feel for that I think you have some of the, you're one of the most brilliant entrepreneurs I've ever met Anastasia your ideas are so prolific like I I don't even know I don't even have words I just I you know guys see us. Jenny and I sit here with our jaws on the floor half the time with I know we like can't keep up we're trying well, I'm not <laughs> even like trying you guys at like 3 a.m like I have this new idea <laughs> I'm not sleeping because I'm doing this on my computer I know that you trying. keep, you keep me going. Cause so I'm like, oh my gosh, Anastasia came up with 10 new ideas this week. Now I have to come up with at least one. We're competing <laughs> now. Hey, you definitely ideas. show me what's possible in a way yeah. that expands my imagination. And I think that's really cool. So hopefully one day we'll be able to do that for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's awesome. So Anastasia, um, I will link all of your stuff as well. You can find her everywhere. I will make sure you guys have all of that. So, um, you can't sign find me on Etsy anymore under Anastasia's templates. <laughs> I know. I, I know <laughs> it's, it, it is sad, but it's true. And, and, you know, it's like, we've learned the hard way, but, um, but it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. There's, there's, um, abundance for us. So before I let you guys go, um, I just want to remind everyone that this is our our finale, our season one podcast finale. And I'm going to get emotional. Um, thank you so much to everyone who listens every week, everyone who <laughs> DMs me and emails me and everyone who's been on the podcast. It's been such an amazing first run and there's such big things for the fall. I, I cannot wait to see you guys back. So during the summer, I am going to do a best of series. So I'm going to be dropping podcasts, um, not on YouTube, but on just, just, you know, through the normal podcast, just, you know, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Amazon music, you Google all of those, but they're going to be like the best of. So the episodes that have been the most helpful, the most powerful, the most, you know, the most enjoyed since we launched it, there've been like maybe 42 or 43 episodes. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be good. And then I will be back the first week of August with a brand new episode and we will be launching into the fall and it's going to be awesome. So just thank you. I'm going to miss you guys, but have a wonderful summer and Anastasia and Jenny. Um, I will not miss you because I will see you on Marco Polo every few hours, <laughs> but girls, thank you. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your inspiration. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for starting this podcast, Lizzie, because that's the whole reason how we became the three best friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, the three best friends. Yeah, we wouldn't have even known each other. So thank you. I know. Lizzie. So thank you, Lizzie. You're so welcome. And it's an honor. And this is such a special place. This has become a really special place for stories and inspiration and help. So, and hope. 
So y'all have a great summer. Go make something awesome. (laughs) See you in August. Bye. And that's a wrap on this episode of How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you're looking for more resources, head on over to howtosellyourstuff.com where you'll find podcast show notes, all the links from today's episode, the blog, courses, coaching, and more. If this episode was helpful to you, awesome. The greatest compliment I can receive from you is a rate, review, and subscribe on this podcast. Not only will it allow us to connect again on a future episode, it lets me know I'm providing you with value and helps other people find this content more easily. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for your support. Have a great day and see you next time.